powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to Friends, Foes, and Neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, as what you are about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for insightful interviews with incredible people. Join us now as we delve ever deeper into the human condition. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much. Please, everyone, sit. Thank you. Hello, Duvall Nation, and welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. That's right. We are back with another fantastic journey into the lives of extraordinary people. Before we want to jump into this episode, though, I want to say a huge thank you to my last guest, Dr. David Tolan. What an extraordinary man and an even more incredible interview. I was amazed just how much of a response he got, and an even former guest, Tim Rust, appreciate the shout-out in the episode. If you haven't heard Dr. Tolan's riveting interview yet, I strongly encourage you to do so after the conclusion of this episode. All right, so welcome to episode 135, and we have a special St. Patrick's Day-themed show for you today. We have on the show popular Celtic folk band Wild Nept on the show, and boy, is this a fun one. We talk about how the band got started, some highlights in their discography, the joys of playing live, influences, the famed COVID online concert, and so much more. You're going to have so much fun listening to these great guys, and it doesn't take a Mr. Spock to figure out the chemistry among them is incredible. So let's get these guys out here. Duval Nation, please rise to your feet and welcome all the way from the Hawkeye state of Iowa, Weston and Stephen James, Wayne Twombly, Lincoln Ginsburg, and John Southwood of Wild Net. Gentlemen, good evening. Welcome to the Dark Duval Show. How is the weather out by the t- all of you today? Hot. It's pretty really hot. Pretty hot. Uh, and it's going to get worse, I think. Yeah, so yeah. Today's the easy hot day. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Where are you guys all based out of? Iowa. Yeah. Iowa. Of all places. Yes. Oh, right. The middle of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Five hours so away from everywhere cool. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So I start my interviews off with the same as every other interview. How has it been for you guys to navigate the COVID-19 pandemic? No, it sucked. Yeah. Of yeah. course. That's, that's <laughs> it was kind of terrible. A, it was like a crashed into a brick wall navigation. Mm. I feel like we've <laughs> been through a, a lonely decade in two years. Well, it started when they they shut down the state on St. Patrick's Day. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And so we uh, our St. Patrick's show got canceled, but... We did uh, we did rally and managed to to put together probably the first of the COVID uh, live streams. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that very day, that very night, we uh, we did a, a live stream from a secret bunker here in, <laughs> here in Iowa. We, yeah, we're going to be talking about that uh, live stream concert a little bit, but to get to get started, what age did you all decide to be musicians? Oh, what age? What Ooh. age? I'm still planning on becoming a musician. <laughs> You're still on the track I'm to, the to get there. We're on the stage. Yeah. Big yeah. steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was 14 for me when I got my guitar. He's the real musician. They're the real musician. They're the real musician. That's true, I guess. Uh, for me, probably eight. Hmm. 
Probably around eight. seven or eight, yeah. Wow. Animalism when I was eight, but <laughs> but you were like this whole music thing, I don't know if I want to do it right. full time. Yeah. It's yeah. been a fun hobby since I was, yeah, six, right, four, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Preschool awesome. age. I never expected to do it. But I never yeah, would yeah. I'm gonna be a musician. That's mm-hmm. nope. It was never in your in yeah. your purview. 65 that's when I, <laughs> I still got a few years to go before that'll happen but i'm working on it so nice nice so whereabouts is everyone from uh we're all i'm pretty sure we're all we're born all and raised iowa. in iowa yeah mm-hmm. um, iowanians yeah we're irish yes i think but but i think we're all we grew up scattered across iowa i think i think you know West Stephen and I, we grew up in Cedar Rapids. Yep. Yeah. And you grew up in West Iowa. In, in Northwest, yeah. Inwood, Iowa, which is by Sioux Falls area. So mm-hmm. way up Northwest. Yeah. You grew mm-hmm. up in, I grew up in Dubuque, right. which is right on the, right on the corner of three states, mm-hmm. Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. It's on the other side. That doesn't so make it cooler. No, <laughs> it really doesn't make it cooler because it's far away from all the cool places in Illinois and Wisconsin. Nice. So before we get to the formation of the band, this is this is a question for all of you. Who were your musical idols growing up? <laughs> musical idols. Oh. Well, for me, because I was playing guitar and in hair metal bands and for me, it was Joe Satriani and Steve mm. Vai, those kinds of players. Shredders, Virtuoso, the shredders, the modern guitar players, yeah. The ones that got me interested in music theory and mm-hmm. made, me that, want, that whole... made me want to be a musician, yeah. yeah. I liked ELO and the Chieftains. Ah, nice. Nice. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you, and West, uh, you and Steven have been listening to Celtic music. Since for you know, yeah, our family listened to it since we were kids. Yeah, it's in your roots, you I would always, say. I always like the radio, whatever was on the radio, yeah, I pretty I much know. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Whatever was I on saw top 40, listen to that because that's about all we could get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way before I... records and cassettes were a thing. <laughs> way before, they still ship the music up yeah. there, don't they? Marconi yeah. <laughs> was a genius. <laughs> You know, you laugh. Yesterday, I spent time with a 98-year-old World War II veteran, and, and we were talking about, you know, back when he was in the Depression and how they used to just, everyone would huddle around this wireless radio, and it was basically like, you know, what we consider to have a you know pocket computer in your pocket right now, is, that wasn't what it was for them. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Gives, you, gives right. you perspective. I think, I think for me, my first musical idol, starting off at probably the age of like, what, five, was Kiss. Like the whole mm. band of Kiss and just the yeah. whole, the um, I mean the music was really cool and was really simple to to get with, mm-hmm. you know, like lyrically they don't write deep stuff, but but sorry but it, Kiss, <laughs> but right, lick it up, it's not deep, come on, they know, <laughs> but uh, but but aesthetically and the whole idea of it being a show is really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I and, like, and the spectacle I of it, watching yeah. them on a TV special, and the yeah, when they're first starting to get really huge and mm-hmm. on Scooby Doo, yeah, no, Scooby, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. the Paul Lynn show, as a matter of fact. Oh, there you go, and uh, that just intrigued me because my parents are like, What is this? and I'm like, I don't know, but I'm digging it, right? So, yeah, because it was just the whole spectacle surrounding it, mm-hmm. 
Yep. And, and the whole so, crowd participation yeah. and them being a part of the party, quote yeah. unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only got to see Kiss one time and they were co-headlining with Aerosmith. I saw them in San Diego, California. It was one of the best concerts I've been to. So, was that yeah. uh, what, after they put their makeup back on? or Yeah, after they put the makeup back on. Okay. Yeah. I so. saw them during their no makeup phase with Ted Nugent mm. opening for them. Ted oh, Nugent wow. opening? For, wow. Yeah. It's interesting. That's, yeah, that's, that was that's a, a special show. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. awesome. So where does the name Wild Nap come from? Oh, that's my job. All right, Wes. Uh, Here you go. Give the spiel. uh, Well, when we were wandering around looking for names, I was reading a book about ancient uh, inventions. (laughs) You're going to act it out? Yeah, we are. We're pantomiming. (laughs) We're we're wandering. Uh, I was looking for, uh, we were looking for band names, and I came across a recipe for a potion they would brew in medieval times to knock you out before surgery. The potion was called Dwale, and it had its uh, ingredients were henbane and wild nept. And henbane is like a serious poison that basically knocks you out. And wild nept is sort of a purgative that expels the poison if you wake up after surgery. Yeah. So we thought that was a really good name for a band. We thought it was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, how long has the current lineup been together? It's uh, current lineup? 2019. Yeah. 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 Fall of 2019, I think, is, oh, what, is yeah, what I yeah, joined. Yeah, yeah, right you before. Were just, before. just less than a year yeah. when yeah. the world shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So outside the original lineup, then how many musicians have come and gone from the band over the years? Four. 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 There are four former members. There are four four former former members members. and one mystery member. (laughs) (laughs) Five. There's five of them that have come and gone. Nice. Since the beginning. But we've been, the three of us have been in the band. Wayne and Steven and I have been in the band since... We don't really need to throw out numbers. So there's, there's <laughs> Over 25 years. <laughs> I'm only 26 only. years old. So way back in the that's way back true. in the 20th century, the yeah. 1900s. And back in the 1900s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. So when you guys play a set, how much is original material opposed to already established Celtic folk music? Oh, we try to well when we play a set that can vary. Uh, most of the albums we've recorded have been about half and half. Mm-hmm. We try to do like what six six original, half. six yeah. traditional. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we shoot for. So Fair a set enough. can have as many as four, or maybe we we it depends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. They're scattered in. They're sprinkled in. <laughs> so you've released four albums that I'm aware of, at least. Personal yeah. favorites among the group? For me, it's the last one because that's the only one I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> All's fair. I like. That's the last one. Because yeah, that's the one I'm on. That's why I like and likes that one. Live, <laughs> your, your live album's really good. I was going to say, I like this, the live one. Just live in 3D. It's funny. Yeah. it's funny to listen to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, as, well, I, I, well I, I think your live album... Live in 3D uh, really encapsulates the band better than the other ones, just because 
I don't know, from my perspective, this is a live band. You really, the half the value you get is from the music and the other half is from the banter and the chemistry that's on stage. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, oh, he's I'm, I'm just a baby in the corner. I'm just don't put kid. baby in the Nobody corner. <laughs> so how long does it take from getting the songs ready to actually releasing an album in your group's history? Oh, centuries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big, big vetting period of the songs. Oh, we have not put out an album for quite a while due to uh, things happening in life. <laughs> like uh, heart attacks and accidents and stuff like that. Life stuff. Yeah. Just Pandemic. Life got in the way. Yeah. yeah. But when we do decide to start an album, it's about uh, a year, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Who writes the material? me (laughs) i write most of the material uh not exclusively um we're willing to take and anybody's welcome to write anything it's a very democratic process Mm -hmm. they just don't think they write (laughs) and they do well nice so (laughs) goodly (laughs) so how important was a drop of the creature to get yourselves established in this genre oh wow Mm. pretty huge that was a huge step to record that. I mean, they, yeah, that was a big deal to sort of be like, oh, we really can do this, huh? All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I like that we can continually improve or make improvements, I guess, with every uh, recording. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we learn a lot through each process. You right. Know. <laughs> and every we studio try. we've been to is different as well. Yeah. Yeah. So when I told my listeners you were coming on the show, you'd be amazed actually how big of a presence you have. On social media, <laughs> a few fans wrote in some questions, and if it's okay, uh, oh, like to ask boy. Them now. oh yeah. boy, yeah, real real questions. I'm not gonna lie to you. So the first one is, how much fun was it to cover the 1969 Clancy Brothers song "Beer, Beer, Beer"? Oh. <laughs> how much fun was it to cover? All right, hang on, that was a lot of fun. It's a fun song. Uh, yeah. yeah, everybody likes it. Yeah, we, we're pretty silly about it. We, yeah. And we made a really silly video for it. Yeah, yeah. very special video. (laughs) Very special episode of Wild Nut. The real (laughs) ingredients are used in that video too. Yeah, it's how you make beer. That's how you make beer. Mm -hmm. Marshmallows, oranges, and silly hats. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And strange hats, yes. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, Devon Nation, as a special treat, we're going to hear this great track. Raise a pint as here is the ever-popular song Beer, 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 performed by Wild Nets. Beer, 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 tiddly beer, beer, beer. A long time ago, way back in history, when all there was to drink was nothing but cups of tea. Along came a man by the name of Charlie Mops, and he invented a wonderful drink and he made it out of hops. Hey, he must have been an admiral, a sultan, or a king. And to his praises we shall always sing. Look what he has done for us, he filled us up with cheer. And Lord bless Charlie Mops, the man who invented beer, 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 fiddly beer, beer, beer. The Curtis Bar, the James's Pub, the hole in the wall as well. One thing you can be sure of is Charlie's beer they sell. So all you lads and lasses, at 11 o'clock you stop. For five short seconds, remember Charlie Mops. Look what he has done for us, he's filled us 
the matter with scented beer, 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 fiddly beer, beer, beer? A barrel of malt, a bushel of hops, you stir it around with a stick. The kind of lubrication to make your engine tick. Forty pints of wallop a day will keep away the quacks. It's only eight pence a penny and one and six in tax. Okay, Devon Nation, we are going to go ahead and take a small break right here, but we'll be right back with the conclusion of this interview with Wild Napped. May I suggest you take this time on this St. Patrick's Day to pour another delicious pint of beer and take some super long, deep breaths, as you will need them later. <laughs> yep, you know, Clouseau style. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Please give your attention to a few friends of my show, and we will be right back. Enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time. What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing Podcasting Made Easy from Podtastic Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production, allowing you to be the star of your show. This is Podcasting Made Easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podtasticaudio.com slash easy. Duval Nation, Derek and Mindy Duval here to talk about Jerky Pro, the standard in premium beef jerky products. The Derek Duval Show and Derek and Mindy's Fun With Movies is proud to be sponsored by the team at Jerky Pro. As a veteran, I am always the first to support veteran-owned businesses. Setting up shop in 1987 and founded by military and paramilitary veterans, they have set the bar for how beef jerky is processed, flavored, packaged, and sold. With strict quality control standards, Jerky Pro offers many flavors that are sure to please any beef jerky connoisseur. From the standard original flavor to honey glazed, peppered, teriyaki, sweet barbecue, or if you're brave enough, the fierce red hot, there are many flavors guaranteed to entice your palate. Offered in various sized packaging, Use promo code DUVAL37, all in capital letters, at checkout to receive a 5% discount. Remember, folks, if your beef jerky is not making your mouth water, then it's not Jerky Pro Beef Jerky. Jerky Pro, the standard in premium beef jerky products. Hey, this is Patrick Baker, and you are listening to The Derek Duvall Show. Check out my new single, Sorrow, available on all major streaming platforms. And you can check my site out at patrickbakermusic.com. Don't leave my upper Teachers, do you ever have these feelings or have been told these things? Do you want Kleenex for your classroom? Maybe you should think about buying your own with your own money. You get the summer off, 
you can have a second job. Do you really need a pay raise? Oh, do you need to use the restroom? Maybe you can do that in the three minutes while students are changing classes. Boy, sure hope your room doesn't descend into Lord of the Flies in that time. Oh, things are going pretty good for one. Surprise! Budget cuts! Well, you're in luck because we've got a book just for you. Hi, everyone. It's Katie Kinder, educator, speaker, and author of Untold Teaching Truths. I invite you to purchase my book and join this journey as we talk about the wild world of public education. Part memoir, part strategy. It is available on BookBaby, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Teach on Warriors. We've got this. Hey, it's Presley Tennant, and you're listening to The Derek Duvall Show. You can find my brand new EP, 600 Miles, on all streaming platforms right now. It's the Dad in a Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Join us every week as we give you the dad's point of view on pop culture. And stumbling our way through fatherhood. (laughs) Dad jokes. Star Wars. Streaming. Tech news. Movie news. Listen to lifelong pals tell stories from past and present. Cruise with us into the cheesy every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other podcast platforms. And as always, find past episodes and links to our social media pages on dadnarock.com. Janae Sergio, arriving. Hello, everyone. This is Janae Sergio, life coach, combat veteran, and best-selling author. I invite you to purchase my new book, Perfectly Flawed, A Veteran's Journey from Homeless to Hero. In these pages, you will learn about the lowest struggles of my life to the absolute triumphs that have made me the strong woman I am today. Follow along as I talk about homelessness, my naval role in Operation Enduring Freedom, navigating insurmountable odds, and how I dealt with and overcame them. You can find Perfectly Flawed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back to episode 135 of the Derek Duvall Show. Let's get right back to it with the conclusion of our interview with Celtic Folk Group and just a fun bunch of guys, Wild Nept. So the next question was, um, how did the live stream Facebook COVID concert come together in 2020? By who we knew. <laughs> we just happened to fall into it backwards. They came to us, in fact, I think. I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure they offered... They knew that um, we were we had to cancel on. I think yeah. Didn't Wired come and ask? Yeah, I, I yeah I work for a production company, and so when we're having the meeting of sorry guys, we're gonna have the the world just shut down. Yeah. A couple of the guys were like, well, hey, why don't we just throw the band up online and see yeah. what happens just for funsies? Yeah, do it do it at the warehouse. Nobody's <laughs> yeah. nobody's gonna be busy anyway. Secret bunker. Yeah. Secret bunker. Secret <laughs> bunker. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the feedback like to that? really good it seemed yeah. great yeah uh yeah. tons of people were like oh my gosh yeah thanks for making this happen thanks for doing this yeah i think it kind of put some people at ease or i mean i don't know st patrick day is yeah. kind of a big deal in our circle <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah it was nice to be able to do something 
Yeah. yeah. I think when you watch the NBA of... shut down, yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh, what's that's pretty well, I big. I think deal. it was just a little bit of normalcy and what's something right. that we didn't know what was going to be. It was a lot of fun doing it and getting the response because they're tracking, you know, feedback from around. I mean, there's people from around the world listening to it overseas. They got a kick out of it. So that's right. That's right. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. It was a neat experience, but playing live in front of people is awesome too. So. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. yeah. It's way for better. For us. For us. Yeah. So you mentioned fans from all over the world. This next question comes from a gentleman in Germany. What is the best venue you've ever played? The best. Ooh, the venue. best. Mm. That, that it was probably the previous. mill. The I'd, mill? I'd yeah, have to yeah, pick the, the mill. Was a lot of fun. There was a place in uh, Iowa City, which is a University of Iowa uh, town. And it was just a fun place for live music uh, for, for forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, 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 was, it was a staple for and, uh, that town. When we first started there, when we first started singing there, uh, we demanded uh, no ticket price, and the owner of it kept pushing us to yeah. say, "You know, guys, I think you can charge for people to come and see you." And we're like, "Oh no, 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 no!" no. Uh, and eventually, I give him credit for kicking us into uh, more self confidence than we ever had yeah. starting. Hmm. But awesome. it is all knocked down and gone now. Yes. So it did yeah. not survive the pandemic. It did yeah. not survive. So we. What would be our next favorite place? The riverboat? For, <laughs> for me, it'd probably be um, the Paramount. Yeah, yeah, Paramount was Paramount. a big yeah. Yeah. It was a big, it's a big theater here in town. And and it was our first show. Be professional here. It was, Come it was our first show coming out of the uh, uh, the pandemic. Adam, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the first round. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. First round of the yeah, the pandemic. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a great back, I guess. It's a beautiful the theater. theater. Yeah. It is, yeah. Nice. So, actually, the second part of his question was also, um, "Who's the best band you've ever opened for?" <laughs> besides, besides Fog Hat. Besides Fog Hat, because yeah. <laughs> we actually did open for Fog Hat, and they were astounded as anybody listening to us say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a natural progression. Right. right, right. <laughs> you start you yeah. start off, you do some folk music at a bar, yeah. and then Next you open you know, for a fog, hat, fog hat, and then in genre it'd probably be Gaelic Storm. Yeah, yeah. we've opened yeah. for Gaelic Storm. Yeah. That's cool. This is a good question here. Uh who were some other musicians that you would just absolutely love to collaborate with? Wow. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> anybody who's interested. <laughs> I would say actually, I think I do have an answer from this Colin Hay. Okay, oh, sure. I think he would, especially uh, with his with his newer solo stuff, which mm-hmm. is a lot more acoustic than like um, than at work and stuff. I think that would be really cool. Lady Gaga, I think, would really sure. I'd get a kick out of that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Huh? Yep. <laughs> nice. So this next question here, I'm gonna read it verbatim how they wrote it to me. Okay. The <laughs> question is this: because I haven't stopped humming the Bandit song since the first time I heard it this morning. How much fun was that to record? <laughs> Go. That was, was fun to record. It was fun. It's got sound effects and whatnot. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's an original one we wrote in our early, early days. And <laughs> probably a bigger challenge than we were ready for. Uh, we used to do it live, but uh, 
we stopped so long ago. We don't That's remember fair. how to, we'd have to practice how to sing it again. We don't, we don't remember the words when we're singing that song. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have any repeated chorus, so. Right. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of rememorization that we're unable to do at the moment. <laughs> so I ask other musicians the same question when they come on my show. Uh, what are your opinions on streaming services? On streaming services? Mm-hmm. Oh, like Spotify and stuff? Yeah. yeah. They don't pay us much at all, but I think the fact that having our stuff on there, people have found us through iTunes through Spotify. Right. There's no way we would have the reach that we do have. Probably, yeah. Without streaming, yeah. without streaming for sure. <clears throat> yeah, there's no like. How else are you going to get exposed to new music in our genre, besides maybe public radio? Mm-hmm. I mean, none of the rock right. stations want you, and then the country stations want you. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, yeah. We do play for a little local rock station, but. <laughs> Yeah, only near St. Patrick's Day. Day. Right. No, yeah, I I think as long as you look at it as as the function of accessibility, not necessarily of like revenue and listens. Yeah, it's certainly getting us out a lot. Yeah, I'd hate to say exposure makes it worth it. Right. Right. Those exposure (laughs) bucks come in handy. (laughs) Cash them in. So what are the most requested songs you get asked to play in your sets? Uh, that song that has Ireland in it. That one that goes, oh, the Irish. Oh, the Irish. <laughs> yes. Uh, Danny Boy's probably one. Although we, we haven't had anybody yell out Danny that's Boy. That's usually only around St. Patrick's Day when yeah. people want to yeah. hear We only do that, that once a year. Yeah. Probably the Unicorn song, actually. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. true. Uh, drunk adults really love the, uh, the kitty songs. Yeah, they got these bands. That song, that's the one we get requested the most. Make Fearson's Lament. Make yeah. Lament. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the other one. Nice. It's also one we've never recorded that we get asked to record a lot. Mm. So that brings me to the next question: Is what's next for the band? After this, probably probably a nap. I we get dinner. <laughs> I don't know where yet. But... <laughs> Well, later this Netflix, week. Netflix. Did you say Netflix? <laughs> Our Netflix announcement. <laughs> That's where we're going for. Netflix presents oh, yeah. a wild yeah. Netflix Our series. Yeah, yeah, the documentary series. There you go. <laughs> uh, next up for us is the Iowa Irish Fest later this week. Yeah, up in, in Waterloo, Waterloo, as we mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Another album, maybe. That's oh yeah, we should start repicking. That's sort of always been on the lost all our notes for for a while. Yeah, Uh, is is a second live album. Yeah, we have an album sort of lined up that we just never got around to recording. So we know what songs we want to throw at it, but sure, we ain't got there yet. But who knows? So as we begin to wind down this interview, what would be the best way for my listeners to follow your adventures online? Yeah, it would would be our Facebook Facebook page. page. Facebook. It's the only thing we keep. What are we on? Like Amazon Music and Spotify and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But Facebook's yeah. the best way to to keep up with what we're doing. Yeah, when we remember to do it. <laughs> yeah. I like your website. Your website looks real good. Hmm? Thank you. The website, the website looks oh, really good. Yeah, the web- yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. So, gentlemen, I end my interviews with my favorite question. If the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you want to say to the people of Earth? Oh, oh, quit screwing around. (laughs) (laughs) 
have a little fun. Be good to people. Yeah. It's not uh -huh. hard. Yeah. yeah. I'd say be kind. It costs nothing to be kind. Yeah. Have another drink. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have another drink. Unless you're, you know, unless that's bad for you. In unless, case. <laughs> unless you're trying to, Don't you know, get off Unless of you've that. had too many drinks already and then stop. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, Irish music is not lame. <laughs> it is not. They have, no idea. Yeah. they have no idea. Yeah. All so right. You come to a show, you have no Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I want to wish you all the best and continued success. Thank you. Thank, thank you very you much. Nice Appreciate yeah. it. It was a lot of fun. And just like that, Devon Nation, we come to the end of episode 135. I want to thank WildNet for being so incredibly generous with their time. And believe me, it took quite a lot of stars to align to get all these characters into the same room for this. But damn, am I glad we pulled it off, as that was incredibly fun. If you hadn't had a chance of sampling their work, you can find their CDs on their website, wildnet.com. And you can find them on streaming on Spotify, Bandcamp, and many other streaming services. I also want to say thanks again to John Southwood for making this interview possible. He's the real hero in this story. Thanks, John. Okay, tune in again next time as we showcase another extraordinary person. I have a really good one coming up in a few days, so be sure to keep checking your favorite podcast streaming channel for that episode to drop. Also, I think it's fair to ask, hey, have you enjoyed this episode? I truly hope you have, so please go and hit that subscribe button to keep up to date for when new episodes drop. Also, if you're feeling generous, drop us a review. We love reading what our listeners have to say about us, good or bad, though. I mean, it doesn't take an idiot to say we prefer the good ones. We are still enjoying our partnership with the Amazing Tea Public. The Derek Duvall Show has a great little store on there. And we have everything with our logo on it, including magnets, stickers, and mugs. Plus, we have some really fun t-shirts on there that Mrs. Duvall and I added ourselves. So please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com. Go on the banner on the left that says Merch. Click that. And you'll be taken to our store on Tee Public. And once again, I want to thank them for being such great partners with the show. On behalf of myself and the entire team here at the Derek Duvall Show, I have a special message from the most Irish-American person I know, friend of the show and star of episode four, the one and only Mr. Chad Malone. Hey there, everyone. This is Chad Malone from Larkin in Tulsa. And on behalf of myself and everyone at the Derek Duvall Show, we'd like to wish you a happy and safe St. Patrick's Day. Make sure to take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And we'll see you down the pub. Slauncha. No star, God bless, and see you next time, Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show. And we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, for links to merchandise and to explore past episodes. Please find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show.